Hey guys, welcome back. My name is Meshach Canyon, and thanks for joining as we continue working our way through the Acts of the Apostles. Today we're in Acts chapter 11, verses 19 through 30. As I was thinking about this passage, um, actually a few days ago, I was reflecting on the past year. I tend to be a very reflective person. Um, and I was thinking about how it's it's really been a challenging year for, for me, for my family, and for many people, uh, both economically, and there's just been so much change going on. For us, it's been moving uh, uh, into a new home, a new church, uh, things like that. Kids are aging. Uh, we're starting to consider colleges now, and so there's been a lot that's going on. Um, but one of the things I was reflecting on is how the difficulties have awakened a new sense of purpose uh, in my life. And I remember specifically thinking, if not for some of the challenges that I faced, there's no way that today I'd have the desires uh, to pursue some of the things that I'm currently working on right now. And it's just so interesting how challenges or trials can work in your favor in that way. They can awaken you to the life that God called you to lead. They can awaken you to a sense of purpose. That same thing happened in the book of Acts. You'll recall that when Jesus ascended, he gave them instructions to carry the gospel to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and then to the ends of the age, to the ends of the earth, excuse me. But what did they do? Well, they, they stayed in Jerusalem. They got comfortable. So many great things were happening and human nature took over. So uh, the gospel began spreading in their neighborhood and man, people were being saved by the, by the thousands, but the gospel wasn't spreading outside. And in Acts chapter 19, or excuse me, in Acts chapter 11, verses 19, here's what it says. Now, those who were scattered because of the persecution, they were scattered. They finally did what Jesus was calling them to do because of the persecution that arose over Stephen. And so here we see them traveling to places like Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word of God to no one except for Jewish people. So they haven't yet grasped the lesson that Peter did in the previous section, but at least they're going to all the world because of the persecution of, of, uh, of Stephen. And I, I just found it so interesting how God is going to have his way. You know, God will have his way because we obey and we want to enter into uh, the work that God is currently doing. Uh, but if we don't enter into that work and uh, we're so excited about the things that are happening around us where it's safe and where we're comfortable, then perhaps God will use a difficult situation to awaken you to the purpose in your life. And for them, the purpose was to carry the gospel into Antioch and to carry the gospel into Phoenicia and to carry the gospel into Cyprus. But even beyond that, to carry the gospel into to, um, uh, to India, as, as one of the apostles did, and to carry the gospel into Russia, different parts of, of Africa, different parts of Asia, as many Christian missionaries did throughout the ages. God had to use persecution in order to scatter his church and equip them to do the thing that he called them to do. And God will do the same things in our life. For me, he used the, the challenges of moving, uh, some financial struggles, um, the economic conditions, learning to pastor at a new church and, and so on and so forth to awaken me uh, to a calling that quite frankly, um, I had have completely fallen asleep to it, but I'd gotten comfortable. I could, at least I could do it in my sleep. 
And God doesn't call us to be sleepwalking Christians. He calls us to be fully awake, fully attuned to the Spirit's work so that as the Spirit is moving, as the Spirit is going to different places, as the Spirit is bringing salvation to uh, to people that desperately need it, our ears can be open, our eyes can be open, we can hear, we can see, we can follow, and we can be conduits through which that blessing comes to people. In this passage, we see that Barnabas, as he hears of what's happening, he goes and gets uh, Saul, who's still called Saul at this time, to minister to the people here. And it's here in Antioch that the disciples of Jesus were first called Christians. And I, I think that's an interesting thing to just uh, harp on for just a moment and then I'll pray. It was disciples that were called Christians. Today, if you ask someone what a Christian is, they won't say a disciple or a follower or someone who is loyal to Jesus with their entire life. But they'll say a disciple is someone who believes something maybe a creedal Christian. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but unfortunately, in our day, a distinction has been made, right? So if you ask someone if they're a disciple or if you ask them a Christian, unfortunately, for many people, not all, but many people, two different things will come to mind. We understand a disciple is someone who uh, is devoted to Jesus with their life, whereas a Christian is someone who has believed proposition, certain propositional truths about God. This passage reminds us that it's not, there's not two separate things. Disciples were called Christians to distinguish those Jewish believers who were loyal to Jesus from the Jewish believers who weren't yet loyal to Jesus. And so I would, I guess, end this video uh, by asking you to consider, what are you? Are you a disciple who was called a Christian in the manner of the Christians in Antioch? Or are you a Christian that needs to accept an invitation to become a disciple. If you find yourself in the latter, then may I invite you to turn to Jesus and ask him to follow him so that you can become like him and learn from him how to lead your life the way that he would lead your life if he were you. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you for the ways in which you use all trials, all tribulations, all challenges, to work out for our good and your glory. I pray for the listeners who may be experiencing challenges and difficulty. God, give us eyes to see where you're moving, how you're working. Give us eyes to see you in the midst of the challenges and then give us grace to work alongside you. For those who aren't experiencing challenges right now, I pray God that you would still awaken them to their purpose and still equip them uh, by the leading and by the inspiration of your spirit to be the people that you've called them to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're working our way through this thing. Next time we're gonna be in Acts chapter 12 and we're gonna be looking at, there's some more persecution taking place. One of the apostles is going to be uh, martyred. So uh, read up and I will see you guys tomorrow. Until next time, peace. <laughs>